Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. Amen. The scripture says in James, the fifth chapter, verse 16, the fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And the scripture also says in Hosea, the tenth chapter, I believe, verse 14, and when, be, when you come before him, take with you words. Whose words? God's words. So prayer is a way for us to take God's word back to him, and then he began to move in this earth realm. And he moves in the lives of men and women of God or men and women who are not saved, who do not know him because of our prayers that we give back to him. Our subject this morning is the prayers of the watchmen. God has called every man, woman, boy, and girl in here to be a watchman on the wall. But it's up to us to receive that call and to begin to battle on the behalf of men and women, boys and girls everywhere, not just in the body of Christ, but our unsaved loved ones, our people on our jobs and the people in the marketplace and, and the people at our children's school. Wherever we go, we're praying. We're lifting up our holy hands unto the Most High God. I want to read something to you from this devotional that we read that was so powerful this week regarding God needs our prayers. God was teaching his people that he chooses to move in response to prayer and that he will not move without it. And I'm just hitting some things here. He calls us into a working partnership with him. We pray. He give us his word. He reveal his word to us. We pray. And that working partnership is I give him back his word. And then he begins to move in the earth realm. Without us or without prayer, he will not work. When believers in neighborhoods and marketplaces lift up praying hands, over those around them. The powers of darkness are pushed back when we begin to pray. And intercede. we push back the forces of darkness with our prayers, releasing the word of God. But notice this right here, as the statement was made. If evil is prevailing, it's because somebody ain't praying. If wickedness is prevailing in my life, in my home, in my, on my job, it's because uh, you're not praying and releasing the divine will of God for prayer to push back the workings of darkness. People is dying because somebody ain't praying or dying premature deaths because somebody is not praying. God does nothing in the earth realm until he finds someone to partner with him in the earth realm, God in heaven. And he always will have them to pray if it's nothing but a prophetic word, whatever the case may be. When we pray, he do. When we prophesy, he do. He needed to be released through words. Words is what created the heavens and the earth, the Bible says. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews 11, verse 3, By faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. Things happen and things change because of the power of words. If they're prayed, if they're prophesied, long as God's word is released, but they're not my words, they're his word, I prophesy what I hear. So I hear what he say, I speak. And God moves. It's his responsibility to move. But he cannot move nor be released if there's not words released. And that's why the devil, he don't care about anything. He just want to get your mouth closed. 
if I can close your mouth and stop you from praying, then I know I can be successful against you. If I can close your mouth and stop you from praying for your children, I will succeed and prevail. Mm -hmm. If I can cause you to close your mouth and stop praying for your neighbors or your boss and your job, I know now I can prevail in that area. And the devil tricks us and makes us think that our prayers is not working because we're looking for something out of here. But they are moving and God prevails through them. Amen. The most common testimony of lighthouse keepers as they pray over neighborhoods is that of transformation. Somebody say transformation. Transformation. And it does not happen apart from prayer. Transformation, God needs us to pray to release his word so he can transform our neighborhoods. He can, he can transform our jobs. He can transform our schools. He can transform those places where we're located. He can bring transformation as we pray and release his word. Now, know that if she said that something came to my spirit, the Bible says when the disciples asked Jesus to teach us how to pray, he said, pray this way. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The reason transformation needs to take place is because something is not like it is, it should be in heaven. So we are to pray that it change. Mm -hmm. If it's not according to heaven's desire, heaven's will, that's the, that's how, that's the purpose of transformation. It, it turns, it transforms into what heaven has already perceived it to be. If it's not the way heaven has perceived it to be, he finds someone to begin to pray and release his word into it so it can change the way heaven perceives it to be. The Bible said, that kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We know there's no confusion in heaven. Mm -hmm. There's no division in heaven. Mm -hmm. And there's not no divorces in heaven. Mm. Isn't that right? Yes, there's no yes. sickness or disease in heaven. So we pray until sickness, amen, or disease is transformed from sickness to health. It changes. Are, are you hearing me? Yes. So he needs you to do that. He needs you to pray. Amen. Lighthouse intercessors regularly talk to God on behalf of their neighbors. Are you talking to God on behalf of your neighbors? The ones that live next to you, the ones that you don't even know about, the ones that's been living there for about a year or two years, and, and all you do is see them passing. Are you talking to God on their behalf? I'm obligated and I'm responsible for my neighbor. I'm obligated because God have me in that neighborhood. If he didn't want me in that neighborhood, he wouldn't put me there. Mm -hmm. And that means I wouldn't be obligated. But God have you there because he now wants to be able to release his divine will in that neighborhood or he wants that neighborhood to experience transformation. Yes, yes, yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. The neighborhood cannot experience transformation if you don't begin to pray and release God's will over that neighborhood. Yes. God is bigger than one house. God want to take the whole neighborhood. He take, and ultimately they took cities. Your neighborhood is like a city. God want to take the whole neighborhood. But will you pray and release the divine will and purpose in God, of God in that neighborhood for transformation to take place? Amen. One lighthouse keeper, now listen to this testimony. One lighthouse keeper reported that after she and others had prayed for their neighbors for about a year, neighbors became more friendly. People stopped abusing drugs. Two unemployed women found jobs. A father stopped drinking. A woman was miraculously cured. A person was delivered from an evil spirit. Several persons came to know Christ, and a Bible study began. 
Now, do you think God will be pleased that that happened in your neighborhood? Now, and guess ask, what? It can happen. I want to ask you a question. How many believe that God gave you the apartment that you live in? How many of you believe that God gave you, amen, the house that you live in? Renting it or leasing it or, 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 or abiding it? Do you believe God gave it to you? And if God gave it to you, well, why would God give you a, a place to live? Why would he give it to you? He gave it to you because he wants your house to be a place of refuge. He wanted to become a house of prayer. He wanted to become a house of miracles. He wants your house to become a house that anybody going through anything in your neighborhood, they know they can come and get a word from your house. Yes, yes. They know if their children is sick, they know they can bring your, their children over to your house. Mm-hmm. And they know when you pray for your, their children, things is going to be all right. Yes, yes. But God can't do anything. There can't be transformation in the neighborhood because we only got our house because we love our house and, and, and we just living for ourselves. But God gave it a house for his glory. Yes, yes, yes. Are, are you hearing me? Yes. And God cannot promote you nor elevate you until you fulfill the will of God in that house. And then yes. he'll give you the next house. We can talk about a 34 house and a 104 house. He ain't giving you no 30, no 100. Until you fulfill the purpose of God in the 30, then he'll give you the 60. When you fulfill the purpose of God in the 60, he'll give you the 100-fold house. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And and see, and when he do it, he'll work a miracle for you to get it. Because it won't have to be hard. Well, he will do it because promotion comes from the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know what? And that's the same principle that applies to our jobs. Elevation can't take place because we're not fulfilling purpose on our jobs. And I'm reminded when I was working downtown and how God wanted me to release him in that place. And the moment I got that revelation in my mind and began to allow God to stand up on the inside of me, that's when elevation took place. That's when souls were saved. And I got the divine purpose that God gave me this job for his purpose. Not for mine, not for me to make money, but there were souls that needed to come to the Lord. And God placed me there to be a light to release him so he can bring those souls to him and he can be glorified. Is that powerful? See, you, money, amen, is a French benefit. That's all it is. It's a French benefit for working on that job. God really got you there for his glory, not for money. Money is French benefit. And so there, if I fulfill the will of God, you ain't got to worry about raises. You ain't got to even worry about promotion. And another thing is right here. If there's no raises and there's no promotion, they're going to fire you. And you say, is that God? Yeah, you don't fulfill the will of God there. You don't fulfill your assignment. And so God, see, sometimes we are not sensitive enough to know that God is releasing me, so God got to get you fired. <laughs> amen. To get you somewhere else, amen, so you, 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 you begin to fulfill another assignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you hearing me? Yes, yes. Amen. But when you fulfill the will of, will of God on that job, raises come, promotions come. Yes, are you hearing yes, me? Yes. But what we, where we miss it, when the raises come, the promotions come, we forget why we're here. And we begin to bask in the promotion, in the raise. I got more money now. And now, the same God that called you there. And the same God that used to use you. He can't use you no more. Amen. Because now, you forgot your purpose of being there. You are light in the midst of darkness. Amen. Let's turn to our foundation scripture, if you will. Ezekiel, the third chapter. A watchman that's chosen by God. All of you are watchmen in here today. And I want to show you in the scripture concerning you being chosen by God and how a watchman must fulfill the purpose of God. We're talking about the prayers of the watchman, releasing the word of God out of your mouth so God can be glorified. Ezekiel, the third chapter. Verse 17 through 18 and then verse 19 through 21, the living Bible. Son of man, 
I have appointed you as a watchman for Israel. Whenever you receive a message from me, pass it on to the people immediately. Verse 18 says, If I warn the wicked, saying you are under the penalty of death, but you fail to deliver the warning, they will die in their sins. And I will hold demanding your blood for theirs. Verse 19, if you warn them and they keep on sinning and refuse to die in their sins, but you will save your life because you did what you were told to do. Verse 20, if good people turn bad and don't listen to my warning, they will die. If you did not warn them of the consequences, then they will die in their sins. Their previous good deeds won't help them, and I will hold you responsible, demand blood for theirs. But if you warn them and they repent, they will live, and you will be saved from your own life. So what is God saying here this morning? God is saying, even in verse 17, Son of man, I've appointed you as a watchman. In other words, Panorama Christian Center, the men have appointed you to be a watchman. Not just in Panorama, but a watchman in your neighborhood. And a watchman on your job. And a watchman wherever the marketplace is that you go to. I've appointed you to be a watchman. And the moment you receive a message from God and you begin to share it with them, God says when they, when they die, He says the blood won't be required on your hands because you've done what you were supposed to do. But if you don't warn them and you know that they're about to fall into a ditch, you'll know that something is about to happen to them. You know that death is right around the corner for them. And if you don't share that with them when they die, he says their blood is going to be required on your hands. I'm reminded when the Lord came down and uh, spoke to Cain and said after he murdered his brother, he said, where is Abel? And uh, he got cute with God and said, Am I my brother's keeper? Mm-hmm. Then a brother's keeper is a watchman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That means uh, if I'm in relationship with you, you say something that's out of place, I'm a watchman. Mm-hmm. I should remind you, amen, that you're saying things that's contrary to what God has said about you. Yes. But some people like this right here, I don't want to say that because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. You don't love them. Uh-huh. And you have an obligation from God, a responsibility from God to be that person's watchman. Are you hearing me? If anybody say anything or do anything that is contrary to the will of God, the purpose of God, I have an obligation in love to come to you. Brother, sis, that ain't God. That's not the Lord. It's not my responsibility for them to change. It's my responsibility to share. It's up to them and the Holy Spirit for change to come forth. Yes. And how we miss it from time to time. When we share the people and they don't change, we get mad. Yes. You and I, we're not God. Hmm. They belong to God. Yes. We're just the watchman to watch and to warn. Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. Once we give the warning, we did our responsibility. Yes. God said, now you just set yourself up to save your own neck. Mm-hmm. Because you warn your brother and yourself. I have a responsibility. Tell yes. the person sitting next to you, I'm responsible for you. I'm responsible for you. And, tell, and you are responsible for me. And you are responsible for me. Don't let me slip now. Don't let me slip now. Let me give you the Hebrew definition of the word watchman. It means to lean forward, to peer into the distance. And I want to give you a revelation of this when we finish. To lean forward, to peer into the distance, 
to observe, to wait for. And it also means to keep the watch, and it said, for man. So in other words, that's your responsibility. That's my responsibility to be a watchman. And you know what? I must hold this responsibility serious before God. Not before man, but before God. But notice it says to lean forward, to peer into the darkness. In other words, I'm leaning forward in the realm of the Spirit, and I'm peering into the darkness. Distance. The distance, yes. Peering into the di distance. And as God begins to open up my eyes, my spiritual eyes, and show me things that's about to happen for my brother, my sister, or one of my coworkers, or somebody that I, I, I come in uh, contact with, as God begins to reveal that to me, then I share it with them. Because it's my responsibility to watch for the souls of men. Now watch this right here. That means I don't have to have any personal revelation concerning you. A personal information. Because he said to peer into the distance. Yes, yes. That means you can be home and I can be home. Mm -hmm. And the Lord bring you before me. And as I submit my spirit to the Holy Spirit, he causes my spirit to peer yes, yes. into the distance. Yes, yes. And to begin to see into the spirit concerning your life. Mm -hmm. He let me see what is going on. With your marriage. Yes. But let me share this with you. He ain't going to show me nothing if he can't trust me. Yes, yes. Amen. Are you hearing me? Amen, amen. You can't, he, he ain't showing you nothing. But, but see, see, an intercessor is one that is confidential. He'll allow me to peer into the distance. He'll let me lean forward into the room of the Spirit and see everything about you, Rhonda. Mm -hmm. Everything about you and your marriage, your children, your husband, your job, your business. For what reason? Because he wants me to be a watchman. Yes, yes. And I begin to see the plots and the plans of the enemy. Yes. And I begin to battle and begin to war against the hand of the enemy. Are you hearing me? Yes, yes. Breaking the back of the enemy says, yes. you can't have her. She yes. belongs to the Most High God. Yes, yes. She's been redeemed by the yes. blood of the Lamb. Yes. Lord, I call her marriage in divine yes. alignment. Yes. I call salvation to her household. Yes. For that is heaven's will for her yes. life. Are you hearing me? Yes. I'm releasing by the God His Word concerning her. Yes. Then the Holy Ghost now takes those words yes. and moves in her and begin to work the Word. Yes, yes, yes. But I ain't coming to her. The next sermon. Mm -hmm. You know, I, listen, the Lord opened you up to me. Yes. I saw you in the realm of the Spirit. And I began to pray for your marriage and your job and everything. That ain't an intercessor. That's somebody want to be important. Yes, yes. That's somebody want somebody to know that they can pray. Yes, yes. And they, they can see some, see some things. But an intercessor, amen, is one that is that has been assigned by God. Yes. And what they do, amen, because they know they're connected to God, God reveals, I speak, God moves, and I keep my mouth closed, yes. and I watch for the manifestation yes, of my yes, prayers. Yes, 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 yes. And that all happens in our relationship with Him and our fellowship with Him. Yes, ma'am. As we're praying, as we're interceding, as we're doing battling and going before God, and then God begins to bring somebody before our spirit. And the moment He brings them into our spirit, that's the moment to begin to intercede for them. That's the moment to begin to do battle for them. That's the moment that God wants to release His Word concerning their life. Let me share this with you right here. We'll come to the place we live in prayer. It don't, it don't, listen, it don't take 15 minutes. Will come to the divine will of God. I'm driving down the street, and God just bring Debbie before me. 
I got an appointment in one minute to walk into this building because I got an appointment. God, bring Debbie for my spirit and show me something. I said, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, move for Debbie even now. Be her shield. Be her butler high tower. I can't say every satanic assignment that's been assigned to her. In Jesus' name, going in my, back my business, going into my, yes. in my meeting. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. Are, are, are you hearing me? It doesn't mean I got, to, I got to go aside and go into the restroom or go into a phone booth, amen, and take off my suit and put my Superman suit on and then go into warfare. Uh, 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 are you hearing amen, me? Amen. Amen. I got Superman living on the inside of me. Yes. The Holy Ghost. Are yes. you hearing me? Hallelujah. He's already present. Hallelujah. He's already here. Yes. He's waiting yes. on me to open my mouth to speak a word. Yes. Yes. And what happens? The Holy Ghost rides on the strength of those few words that I pray and begin to come against him and cut him up. Yes. And free her up so she can walk in the liberty. And she don't even know that the devil just plotted against her life. And she just experienced the victory but don't even know it. Yes. Turn, if you would, to Isaiah 21st chapter. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm a watchman. I'm a watchman. For the souls of men. For the souls of men. Amen. Isaiah 21, verse 6, 11, and 12. Amplified version says, For thus said the Lord, For thus has the Lord said to me, Go, set yourself as a watchman. Be yourself. Go get in position. That's it. As a watchman. Let him declare... What he sees. And now when you get in a position, he says, now declare what you see. He's going to begin to reveal his heart and his mind. And you declare what you see. But notice revelation don't come until you have positioned yourself. Yes. Why, why would he show you anything? Everyone want to see something. Mm-hmm. But you want to see things in vain. ain't going to do nothing. Hmm. He show you because he wants you to do something. Yes. So when you position yourself on the wall yes. as a watchman, mm-hmm. when you in place, then the revelation begin to come. Yes. God will begin to speak. God will begin to un- open up your eyes so you to be able to see. Amen. Verse 7 says, And when he sees a troop, horsemen, in pairs, and a troop of camels, he shall listen diligently, very diligent. In other words, whatever he began to see when he positioned himself and he began to see and I open up his eyes and he's appeared into the distance and he sees, he says, now listen diligently because what I, what I revealed to him, now I'm going to begin to speak. Look at this right here. And notice what he saw. Notice what the scripture says here. He says, uh, he says here, and, and when he sees a troop, horsemen, in pairs, a troop of donkeys, and a troop of camels, he shall listen diligently. Mm-hmm. Now listen to me here. I'm reminded, uh, when Pastor Catherine asked me to share with her, minister with her, she would kind of tell me about the message. That I said, yeah, I can, I, can, I can see some things in that. I said, I'm reminded of the old Western movies where there was a fort and there was Watchmen's on the wall. They walk back and forth on the fort. Anybody familiar with old Western movies? Walking back and forth. But they had people walking back and forth on the north. That was their responsibility to keep the north covered. Mm-hmm. And there was people that was watchmen on the east wall. They walked, they were responsible to keep the east wall covered. Uh-huh. And there were people that was positioned on the south wall. Uh-huh. And they walked back and forth. Their responsibility was the south, not the north, not the east. And there will be people that are positioned on the west wall. And they walk back and forth with their guns in their hands. Amen. Looking and observing and listening and waiting to see anything that is contrary and foreign. Anything that's given to come their way. 
And once it comes, they have a responsibility. They was listening to give a clarion call. Ryder! Yes. Coming out of the north! Yes, yes. That was a sound of the alarm. Yes. I want you all to listen to me real good, if you will, when you begin to understand how serious this is to be a watchman. Because if you fall asleep on your post, See, the people that's on the west, the east wall, and the west wall, and the south wall is dependent on you to keep your wall, yes, yes. your post. Yes. And so, they're see, they not going to be checking on you because they believe hmm. you got their back. Yes, yes. Because they know they got your back. And they understand the strength of the watch is everybody on their post. Yes. I'm going to say it again. The strength of the watch is everybody on their post. Hmm. This is not to bring an embarrassment to anybody. I talked to one of my sons this morning. And I look at she smiles because she already knows where I'm going. I talked to one of my sons this morning. And he was sharing some things with me. And I said, son, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't get it. I said, you don't understand how this thing works yet. See, we, 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 we don't understand that everything that we experience, there's a lesson in it. But we, the problem, the majority, we never learn the lesson. There's a lesson in everything. There's a lesson even in an experience of miracle. There's a lesson. And God wants to teach us lesson. He don't want us to experience things, just experience. But he wants to learn the lesson out of the experience. I want you all to hear the Holy Ghost. I said, son, you, 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 don't, you don't have it. I said, you still don't understand and, and see, see, and remind me of my children. They think I don't know things because I ain't been where they are. They, 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 they think we was born grown. Mm, they, they think we were born grown. That we we never been teenagers. That we don't know the ropes. They don't know we created the ropes. Uh, that they trying to pull on us. Son, you don't understand how this works. I know you. I say I know he think he do. I say I ask him. I said, how many times have you missed a prayer line? He said, only two times. Only two times. I overslept. Or whatever reason was missed. Only two times. I said. I'm a pace setter before you. So you don't understand why I do what I do. How do you think I get here? Sometimes at 4 o'clock in the morning, 4.30 in the morning, every Sunday. Me and God, why do you think I do that? Do you think I do that because I don't like sleep? I like sleep just like you like sleep. I said, because I have an assignment from God, and that's real to me. I do what I do not because of you all. I do what I do because of Him for you all. Do you understand that if I miss my post, my watch, damage can take place. 
because I didn't cover you. That's my responsibility as a watchman for this house. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And God hold me responsible. See, 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 don't understand. See, we look at only two times. It only takes one for the devil to to bring shipwreck. That's what we don't understand. And see, if I do it for you, if you do it for me, you're going to miss. But if you do it for the Lord, because I'm called by the Most High God, and that is real to me, if I go to bed at 2 o'clock, I only got two more hours, I will position myself to make sure when 4.30 hit, 4.15 or whatever it is, hit, I'm alert, I'm awake, I'm going to make sure because I have an assignment from the Most High God. Because if I don't keep my watch, the enemy can get in and not only get me, but he can get the whole camp. Yes, yes, amen. If the south wall is not covered, he can get in from the south and destroy everybody that's on the east wall and the west wall and the, and the north wall. He's just looking for a breach. He's looking for somebody to fan them to sleep on their watch. Jesus, uh, in his hour of temptation, said, come with me, Peter, James, and John. He didn't take everybody. But I took the ones that went to the Mount of Transfiguration with me. Those that seen the glory of God. Those that seen me in my pure form, which nobody else seen. They seen me transfigured right before their eyes. I want you three to come and watch with me. In his hour of temptation. So he goes and he begins to pray. Because he knows he's getting ready to go to to the cross. So he figured I got three men that seen the glory. That they will fight through it and and, and protect me and battle for me during this hour. He comes back and and he found them asleep. He wake them up and said, pray ye not that you enter Pray ye that you enter not into temptation. See, there's temptation that's going to come. Well, I'm tired, but God understand. We excuse ourselves right out of the will of God because we don't know God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We only see what I do, but don't know why I do what I do. If you ever discover the why, it will affect change on the inside of you. And you'll be motivated by the God that motivates me. I don't do this in my own strength nor my own power, but I rely on the one that has called me to do what I do. When I fast the way I fast, when I shut in the way I shut in, I do this because I understand my calling, my responsibility for you from the Most High God. Are you hearing me? If I fall asleep, the enemy prevails over your life. We don't have no idea how this thing works and the responsibility. I made a statement to my son. I watch this right here. I said, I'm going to go ahead and say it now because I wasn't going to even say it. I said to my son, I said, I brought all of you men down here at 4.30 to pray with me for a season. 
I want to see who will commit. I want to see who is going to be loyal and faithful. I want to see how many days you was going to miss. I want to see who was going, was going to miss not one day. I was watching and seeing where one person missed, where they be influenced by the other person because they missed, and they're going to miss because that person missed, and I didn't say nothing because I ain't going to say nothing because you don't know I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Seeing who, what, what I have around me. I didn't say who. I said what I have. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Mm-hmm. And then, after a season, I released them. I said, you don't have to come anymore. That was even a test. Because all of them left and never, not one came back. I want to see who was going to say, I believe it's the will of God for me to continue in this vein. Yes. Listen, I know you say I don't have to come back, but I feel a leading by the Holy Ghost yes, for yes. me to continue on. Yes, Not one. Yes. Hmm. Glory, glory. They didn't know that until today. Hmm. And I continue without everybody to do what God has commissioned me to do. But yet you tell me you want it. You want an impartation. But Elijah told Elijah, you will get it if you're with me when I leave. Yes, yes. But you ain't with me. So you are not qualified to get it. Hmm. Glory. Because we don't understand what it takes. Mm-hmm. And I shared with my son and said, until you come to the place that you're willing to forget everything that you think you know, you can never get it. And he said to me, he said, what do you mean by that? I said, go to the Lord and ask him what it means and come back to me. Hmm. Selah. Amen. You may continue. Notice your scripture says, set yourself as a watchman. In mm. other words, it's your responsibility. Can I interject right there? Yes. Set yourself. Take an illustration I just gave with those men. Yes. Mm-hmm. Set yourself. Yes. Yes. I call you first. Mm-hmm. That means I set you. Mm-hmm. When I call you to come with me at 4.30 in the morning. Yes. I call you. So I set you. Mm-hmm. But I release you mm-hmm. for you to set yourself. Yes. Hmm. But nobody set themselves. Glory. Glory. Go on if you will. He says, set yourself as a watchman. In other words, it's your responsibility to get in place and to stay in place. Amen? Because lives are dependent on you staying in place. Amen? And see, this is my problem. Y'all got to help me today. Help me, Holy Ghost. This is my challenge. When, when I hear men talking about women, talking about women preachers, that's my problem. My problem is this right here. The women, uh-huh, they, they, they sack themselves. The women, they endure. Yes. The women, they don't vascillate. Yes. The women is not up today and down tomorrow. Yes. I know what I got with the women. Yes. I know I can do it. But, but what about all the brothers? Do I know what I got? Hmm. Do I know what I can do? And we want to talk about women preachers? Hmm. God ain't going to put the church on hold for you. Hmm. Glory. Glory. Amen. Amen. It's going to continue to flourish and continue to go. Yes. So we have a responsibility because we don't understand ministry. Ministry ain't about showboating. It ain't about looking good. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Hmm. I'm talking to every man in the house here. 
It's about you leading your family into the presence of God. It's about you leading your family into prayer. It's about leading your family to Bible study. It's about you, you making sure, you, you, you find out where your family is located, where your children are. What do they know? What they don't know yes, yes. about the Lord. Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. Mm-hmm. But yet you want to be a son, hmm. but you don't want to follow me as I follow Christ. Hmm. Are you hearing me? Yes. Which one of my sons came to me and said, Dad, what are you doing for, for your devotion? What are you doing for morning devotion? How, how are you using the, 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 the devotional book? How are you using it? Uh, give, give me some kind of insights. Maybe I, let, me, let me see if there's anything that I can do different than I'm doing right now. How many of my sons hmm. have come to me and said, what can I do to lead my family before the Most High God? Yeah. How many sons? You set yourself as a watchman. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, if you will. Verse 8 says, And the watchman cried like a lion at what he saw now. He cried like a lion. O oh Lord, I stand continually on the watchtower in the daytime, and I am set in my station every night. In other words, I don't miss a beat. I'm always there. I'm always in position. I'm always on post. I'm always watching. Thank God there was a cry like a lion and not a snore. Because you sleep. <laughs> Verse 11, the mournful inspired prediction, a burden to be lifted up concerning, which is another name for Edom. One calls to me from Seir, watchman. Now he's calling to the one that's in position, that's in place. He's saying, watchman, what of the night? How far is it spent? How long till morning? And this is what, this is what God calling down to the watchman. This is what God is saying to the watchman. Read that part over again. He says, watchman, what of the night? And why do you think he, he said, watchman? Because he wanted to know if you were in place. Mm-hmm. Adam, mm-hmm. where art thou? Yes. He's out of place. Mm-hmm. Is God calling Adam because he don't know Adam's out of place? No, he's calling Adam. Let him know, I know you're out of place. Yes. That's why I'm calling you. Yes. Yes. Watchman. Yes. You know how sometimes when, when, when folks is falling asleep in church and say, Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! <laughs> Hallelujah! Yes. <laughs> Same thing, watchman. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. He says, Watchman, what of the night? How far is it spent? How long till morning? Watchman or guardian? What of the night? Now notice he see he switched from watchman to guardian. From watchman to guardian. Do you understand the responsibility of being a leader? A leader is a guardian. Come over here, Micah. Come over here, Rupert. Get up here, Ned. Get up here, Sway. Y'all get up here on this front row. Come on, stand up here. I want y'all to hold hands, if you will. Y'all get up in y'all hold hands. Y'all hold hands. I want y'all to hold hands. But here I am a watchman. And I'm looking. I'm observing. Not only am I a watchman, but I'm a guardian. But I see the enemy coming over here. I run over here. And I protect Ned. Not so, you foul spirit. Not so, you will not have him. In the name of the Lord, he belongs to the Most High God. So the Lord is his shield, but the high tower is stronghold. And I'm watching. I'm watching so I can guard. And the next thing you know, I see him come over here. I jump over here. Not so, not so, not so. Not so, you will not have him. I'm a watchman, but I'm a guardian. But you want to be a leader to showboat. 
You want to look good. But you don't want to pay the price. Because I'm responsible for watch you, to watch for you, to watch for you. And you know something? I'm not watching you because you like me. It has nothing to do with it have nothing to do with you liking me or not liking me. Yes, yes. It has nothing to do with you blessing me, not blessing me, it have nothing to do with you, but everything to do with the one that called me to be a watchman. You might even hate my guts. But what what they have to do with me? I'm responsible to watch over you and to guard you in spite of yes, yes. who can get you off the wall? What can get you off the wall? You get offended, you get off the wall. Somebody lie on you, you get off the wall. You get your feelings hurt, you get off the wall. And then what's, look what happens. You off the wall, you no longer a guardian. And Satan understands this. You don't even understand. Let me get the watchman out of the way. If I get the watchman out of the way, I, they, they are open prey for me. He come in a tight, 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 tight. What happened? I removed the guardian. The watchman. You see what I'm talking about? That's why I said, that's why when you put people that's immature in positions of authority, this is what the devil does. He do things to get us off of the wall. Don't understand the responsibility. Nobody can get me off the wall because God called me to watch for you, to guard you, 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 to watch for you, to guard you. You want her? You want him? Then you got to come through me. And, a, and listen, and a, and a real watchman will die protecting them. Because I have a responsibility as unto God. I will fight to the death. If you're going to get them, I'll die going down before you can even touch one of them. Are you hearing me? And I believe in my death, God will redeem them. In my death, God will send supernatural help. If I die protecting them, he'll send angels to take my place, to battle on their behalf. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And can I add to that? Knowing that my responsibility is as unto the Lord as I'm watching, because he's the one that I'm being accountable to, no matter what they do, I still have to watch. Bottom line. In spite of they may move out of position, they may move or whatever. May, I may not see them, but it's still my responsibility to watch. Yes, ma'am. That's and one, to guard. That's why I'll share it with my son today. See, it's, it's, not, it's not in what you do. I look at the longevity. I look at the persistency. I look at the consistency. I look at the commitment. Not, 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 not to, to, to so much to me directly, but to the post, to the assignment. I understand I have an assignment to the Most High God. Yes. And that's why I watch. That's why I guard. Because it's as unto the, uh, unto the Lord and not as unto man. Mm-hmm. Verse 12 says, the watchman said, the morning comes, but also the night. In other words, I, said, I also see the dark. I see, I see what's happening. I see what's coming. Another time, if Edom earnestly wishes to know, if you will inquire of me, inquire, return, come again. In other words, I'm going to still be in my position. I'm going to still be in place. Come and ask me again. I, I like this part here. The watchman said, verse 12, the morning comes, but also the night. Mm-hmm. I see that the watchman is standing between two seasons. The night season yes. of one's life and the day season yes. of one's life. Yes. Uh, see, 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 you, you understand something. The night comes, the morning comes, also the night. Other words, other words I'm, I'm still on my pulse, yes. but what's happening is I'm praying, I'm battling, warring. But you're in a dark situation. You, you, you're in a night season right now, but I'm standing by. I see. Mm. 
daybreak. Yeah. I see it. It's, 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 it's almost here. Yeah, 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 so yeah. therefore, when they take place, take place, I can move out of the way. Yeah. Because now God has transitioned you out of your night season. Yeah, yeah. Now you're in your day season. Now, yeah, baby, yeah. you can go ahead, amen, and walk in the freedom and the liberty. Yes, 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 yes. Amen. That leads to the next verse. That The joy of the watchman. Isaiah 52 and the joy of the watchman, because you're going to see some joy, amen? Some prayers will be because of your watching, your consistency, your commitment, your dedication unto Lord. Isaiah 52 and verse 8, Living Bible says, The watchman shout and sing with joy, for right before their eyes they see the Lord God bring <laughs> His people home again. Right before their eyes. God said, Your prayers won't be in vain. He said, you're going to pray and keep praying, but you don't see nothing. But there's a day that's going to come. You're going to begin to see everything you've been praying for. Amen. Fall right before your eyes. Be fulfilled right before your eyes. Uh, He said, then, then what's going to begin to happen? Matter of fact, you're going to to exceed the manifestation, but you're going to experience the joy before the manifestation even comes. And because of your joy in the midst of the night season, he said, that's when I will bring the light to you. Yes, yes. Watchman's. Praise Him. Hmm. While you're on the wall. Yes, 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 yes. Magnify Him when it don't look like nothing happening. Yes, yes, yes. Let joy spring forth because you have seen in your mind's eye. You have seen the victory. You have seen the glory of your God. Yes, yes. But I come to you and say, oh, I'm happy. Girl, I just saw the Lord. And you're looking around, and you in your dark season. And say, well, I, w- I want to see him. You ain't got to see him. I'm your watchman. Yes. I've seen him. <laughs> Glory. And the Lord speaks to me. It's time to rejoice. Hmm. But you ain't seen nothing but just stand up on your feet and you begin to lift your hands and begin to lift your voices to the Most High God and begin to rejoice. Even though you don't see anything, but because God said the spirit of praise will come upon you. Yes, the Holy yes, Ghost will be yes, stirred up in yes. you. And He will begin to praise through you. He will help you to praise. Yes, yes. He will help you to magnify the Lord. Yes, and yes. in the midst of your praise, your salvation come, baby. Yes, in yes. the midst of it. Yes. And I'm reminded of the scripture in Psalms 35 where it says, Weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. There's going to be a season where God will have the watchman, I believe, praying and praying and praying. But there will be another season where God will have the the watchman praising God and worshiping God and giving him all the glory, giving him all the honor, and lifting up his name and shouting unto him. And the scripture says God rides on the praises of his people. And God is calling panorama. Into the season of praise. Yes, yes. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell, tell, tell you, this is, this is God. This is the Holy Ghost. God, I confirmed this on the phone yesterday with Apostle Gay. Round the phone. What I'm talking to you about today, what just she came out of her mouth today, is what I told him on the phone yesterday. I said, God, I sense in my spirit that God is calling the intercessors to a season of praise oh. and a season of magnifying yes. the Most High God. Hallelujah. God is calling us to begin to praise Him. Yes. Now, now, he wants our prayers. And yes. our intercession to shift now. Yes. He wants to begin to praise him in the intercession. Yes. Praise him in the warfare. Yes. Because yes. I have answered. I have moved. Now yes. begin to yes. praise yes. me. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. Somebody said, this is our season. This is our season. And this is our hour. And this is our hour. We are not mindful. We are not mindful. What has happened in the past. What has happened in the but past. But God is moving now. But God is moving now. Do you believe that? Yes. Do you believe that? Hallelujah. Then everybody, if you will, for just, for, just for, for 30 seconds, just get up and begin to praise it. If you believe that, Thank just get up and begin to magnify him. Begin to glorify the most high God. Oh, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise even now. You are the Lord of Lords. And you are the King of Kings. We magnify you. We glorify you. You are Jehovah. You are Elohim, Yahweh, Adonai. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. That's it. That's it. It's in your praise. He dwells in our praise. He dwells in our praise. He dwells in our praise. Hallelujah. 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 You may be seated, if you will, for a couple of more minutes. We almost finished here. Just for a couple of more minutes, if you will. Hallelujah. The watchman always prays. Turn, if you will, to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. And God just received. The praise just went up before him. Those that praised him, he just received your praise. And you're going to see the manifestation of your praise. You're going to see God move and manifest himself in the midst of the praise that's just went up before him. Mm-hmm. You're going to see. Yes, 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 yes. You praise him, and he's going to demonstrate. Yes. You praise him, he's going to demonstrate. You praise him, he's going to demonstrate. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This ain't no hype. Hallelujah. This is not fanaticism. Hallelujah. This is praise based on his word. Yes. Based on what he said. Yes, yes, yes. yes. He will honor what he says. What he said. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm reminded of one definition of the word praise, and it means to rent, mm. to tear. And as we were praising, I saw like something just rent. In the airways. And God said it has just been torn what the enemy was trying to do. It's been broken. Your praise caused it to tear and to rip. It's released. Hallelujah. Your deliverance. Your healing. Yes. Salvations. Restorations. It's already taken place. It's already taken place. Miracles is being released. Miracles has been released. Miracles has been released. Listen. We'll finish. It'll be a part two next week. But God is doing something. And He's not finished. With some of you all in here. Listen, if you're willing to forget everybody that's around you, 
if you're willing to forget how important you are, your position, your status, for about 30 seconds without focusing on absolutely nobody but Him. Thank you. 